Horny teenagers must die. Something a lot of people have been asking me about over the past few months since we've released some information on the internet about it. Well, if you've been curious for months now of what the film really is, I mean, there is a teaser trailer on my Instagram page and on Ryan Road Company's Instagram page and Mad Z Productions' Instagram page. But if you want to know a little more, this is the episode for you. The tongue-in-cheek title that is the mastermind of Dave Zagorski, who is here today on the show with another one of our team members in the producing of this film, Johnny Donaldson, also joins in. And we're just going to open up a little bit about what the movie is about and the message it's trying to convey with such a maybe holy shit kind of title. Trust me on this, as someone who likes to push the envelope and, you know, piss some people off every now and then, rightfully so, I wouldn't sign on to do a movie called Horny Teenagers Must Die without a pretty goddamn good reason. So here I am. Uh, My production company, Ryan Road Company, is involved with it, and... You know, this podcast is on the Ryan Road Company Podcast Network, so I thought I'd tie everything together, and since Horny Teenagers Must Die, HTMD as we like to call it for short, is in the middle of a crowdfunding campaign. The film's already been shot for the most part. It's about 98% shot. There's a couple uh, bookend scenes that we got to do that's being prepped for for next month. But uh, we're looking to kind of fill some post-production fees that are going to be needed for the film. Now, I'm not here to literally get on my knees and say, give me fucking money, but I'm going to have the filmmaker come on and do it. But I will say this. When Dave Zagorski asked me to come on and help him with this journey, I was a little hesitant. And here I am a year later. Absolutely in love with the footage I'm getting that Dave's sending over to me to look at and give my notes on and stamp of approval and whatnot. I've seen this film really come together from just a little idea from nervous Dave Zagorski trying to make his horror movie and now it's a reality well it's almost a reality filmmakers need to ask for money all the time it sucks nobody likes doing it I've had to do it I failed at it I've seen other people do it and fail at it and I feel bad for them too I guess that's why I like to kind of help and champion movies that I feel like need to get out there but they're stuck in these phases where they they need a little bit of extra push So, if you can, this holiday season, donate to a little movie that pays homage to the sleazefest of 70s and 80s horror with a modern touch to today's world, please feel free to. The link to it is in the show notes for this show, and you can just look up Horny Teenagers Must Die in a Google search, and maybe you'll find something, but... Sit back, relax, and listen to Dave and Johnny. I wasn't expecting Johnny, but it actually was really nice because Johnny had a lot of good input on the episode. But uh, Dave and Johnny are going to pitch to you, Horny Teenagers Must Die. I'll give my two cents in at the end, but I thought I'd maybe make a little nice intro at the beginning if this means anything. Anyway, welcome to a bonus episode of The Basement. All right, bonus episode this week on The Basement, and I'm bringing back, well, I got two guests right here tonight, two friends and colleagues of mine that we are a part of a project right now that we want to talk about, so I know I'm being a little, oh my God, (laughs) 
they're all they're make playing. Sure my hair looks good for this. I'm trying to make sure my hair looks good for this too. It's all I do. Anyway, welcoming back to the show, Dave Zagorski and another uh, member of our team on a little movie we're doing, Johnny Donaldson. Welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. What's up? You're welcome. All right. Uh, I'm Johnny. Uh, he's Dave. What? I'm Johnny. He's Dave. Anyway, um, bonus episode this week. Uh, we have a bit of a crowdfunding campaign going on for a little movie called Dave. What is it called? Horny Teenagers Must die uh okay <laughs> that's Dave. the actual title you should oh. know this by now oh i trust me i know this by now i've been on this train with you for almost a year now it's been a year since you it were... has been since yeah we started uh getting the ball rolling and uh me revising the script and i think i think i put the cast casting notice out in january i think no and it's been a decade yeah. for me with this. Yeah, this this movie started uh, really over over a decade ago. Uh, started off as uh, "Dice Let's Die," and uh, you know, with the with the new uh, with the the current situation with everything, uh, we decided we'd go with a more sensitive title, um, which you know, this is more. Uh, it's more fitting to the movie because it's it's not just about um females getting killed it's it's equal opportunity uh it's the guys and the girls it's it's the horny teenagers well men can be sluts too so let's not let's not just put that as females well this is true but yes it's a more respectful title uh more evocative title too and more in line with its 80s inspiration right thank you now <laughs> Uh, Dave, since you are... You should probably be on like a 10 second delay for when I talk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Dave, since you are kind of the mastermind of this whole thing and you pulled us all together. By the way, I will speak for myself. Dave brought me on as a producer, even though I'm kind of a producer from afar, but we've been... You've you've done a lot though. You you've gotten some stuff accomplished. So you know, don't don't. I made some calls, man. I made I sent a couple emails. Thank you. Yeah, but those those calls and emails were important. Yeah, I signed off on a couple things. You know, that's I mean that's pretty much what producers do. But yeah, exactly. Um, no, but you you've kind of the mastermind of this tongue in cheek, uh, little genre film. What's the elevator pitch of this movie right now, right here on the air? Uh, do you want to take it? You're better at pitching. I asked and, Dave, but all right, go ahead, Johnny. <laughs> Horny Teachers Must Die is an homage to 80s slasher films done with wit and style, uh, meant to evoke what we loved about horror in the prime of the slasher era, era but designed to uh, please modern-day audiences. Nice, dude. <laughs> That's that's why I have him around because he's more of a salesman than I am. I feel you. Yeah, I'm just the the backbone. He's the I don't want to say the brains. But no, you guys are a good duo. I'm happy. We work together. We you know two halves of the same coin. He's the talent. <laughs> he's the yeah. I got you. Yeah. Um. So like, what's what's the? I'm look again. I I know what's going on here. I'm just say this for the audience. I know I, I know where all these answers basically, but I'm telling. Te- yeah, 
Yeah. I'm saying it for all of you listening. What's like the plot of this movie, basically? Whoever wants to take it, that's for both of you. Um, so the you know the the main plot is that a group of high school graduates go to one of their father's cabin uh, in the woods for a weekend of drinking and drugging and all around debauchery. And um, it's interrupted by, uh, or they're picked off one by one by a sadistic killer who uses various dispatching devices from farm tools to sex toys. This is a movie about sex, violence, the human condition, and the American way. And Pez. And Pez, definitely, dude. What were, like, like... What was kind of the, I don't know, what inspira- What movies have you, I know you're a horror guy. I know both of you guys have like, know so much knowledge about these kind of films. Like, what did y'all kind of pull from? When um, crafting- I think the, the big homage obviously is like Friday the 13th and Sleepaway Camp, but I don't want to say, uh, you know, rip off. We definitely, it's more of an homage. You know, we definitely put a lot of love into this thing um i think our characters are elevated than your average slasher uh movie characters because they actually have personalities and backstories they're not just cookie cutter you know joe jock and uh susie sleeps around um you know it's it's they're they're actual people um so you learn to care about them before they're dispatched i think what uh, what we bring into this uh, film is we start from the basis of being like an homage to 80s slasher films and we both love that genre. We both own a bunch of those films and watch a bunch of films. It's not just the big ones like Friday the 13th. It's all the little ones like The Mutilator. The and Mutilator. The, the Mutilator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and beyond that, we bring our own influences from various different styles because Dave is a little more traditional and I like the traditional stuff. I like a lot of the artier stuff. And then we bring in influences from our actors, from our crew and stuff. And they bring in kind of what they would thought would best help the scenes. So um, like our intimacy coordinator brought in a lot more of erotica to the, uh, sex scenes to give them more character depth and she's a theater uh, person so she brought a lot of that human element to scenes that would be gratuitous and offhanded in other films but we can actually use them to both make a sexy film but also build the characters on top of that and same thing with the violence and even just things like the camera work and stuff it just comes together to make a film that's a little more um has a little more depth than some other homages that could happen where it's just uh the kill scene after kill scene with like an 80s soundtrack but this is more about like showing our actual love for the film but also bringing all these other influences to bring the characters to the forefront and to make it a little more interesting a little more um thoughtful definitely no, I, I look from someone who's seen the the dailies. Well, not even really the dailies, just what 
a rough cut of this kind of starting to look like so far, you know, say this on the air, I think we are accomplishing what you guys are saying right now. Like the, the first, like, and I, I have no problem saying this on the air to Dave right now. I think one of my critiques early on was I had felt like there was like too much of like character talking and whatnot in the beginning. But what I realized is we're getting to know these people for really the first 25 ish minutes. And then till, you know, chaos ensues. And I just want to say to you on the air, Dave, I kind of get what you were going for now. Thanks. <laughs> it helps that we're blessed with an amazing cast who really knew how to yes. with life. Yeah. The, the cast talk about the like cast, the whole, the cast and the crew were freaking amazing, like better than I had hoped for. So they definitely, um elevated um the script even you know they they took it and you know uh, made it made their characters their own and added some uh unique flair uh to their characters so that they that they stood out you know and and i really think that the audience will really care about these 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 kids you know yeah there's a bunch of future superstars in the making in this uh project so there's a lot of scene stealers without a doubt but no it like for the most part not a lot of i mean when i was going through the, you know when i was going through the casting process with y'all y'all sorry i say y'all now sometimes but um i don't know not not a lot of them really knew each other i don't think and their chemistry on screen again from just what i've been seeing and everything and it's like they acted out like they've all gone to high school together. Well, they actually um, got together a few times yes, before yeah. we even got on set. Because um, once once we were fully cast, I you know I made a Facebook group uh, for the cast and crew for us to kind of talk and everything. And I think they all just kind of IM'd each other and said, "Hey, when I get together," because they're all kind of from that from the same area. They're they're a lot of them are from the Boston area. We're on the Western Mass side. Um, but you know, I think a lot of them, they, they hung out several times, um, and got to know each other and just kind of formed a camaraderie. And, um, yeah, like you said, when, when they get on screen there, it seems like they've known each other for years. And by the way, old man, the kids call it DM nowadays, not I am. (laughs) No, (laughs) he really did say I am. Holy shit. I, you know. That, I'm, that I'm still on AIM. Yeah. Do you still like have that crazy phone dial-up thing going? Yeah. On? AS, um, um, no, that's a big. That's probably a big weight off. You know, especially like a director's shoulders when because the worst thing. And this is just going back to little independent sets I worked on. I remember a producer saying the worst thing you can have is people meeting on set, like people just day one when everything's kind of supposed to at least somewhat click a little bit, hopefully by the end of the day, uh, you know, day one, people are meeting. It, it's just, it, it never works. And especially for a film where there's going to be a lot of, you know, intimacy and a lot of, uh, a lot of tongue in cheek stuff. And, but that still, you know, comes off pretty fun to do while we're doing it and on screen, you know, it's good that they all kind of took a weight off your shoulder and, clicked as a team before he even started rolling cameras i want to get to the I, I, I you know and i want to single out aaron uh our intimacy coordinator especially yes. because she worked with with the with the cast ahead of time 
um, and really worked out some really good scenes, intimacy scenes, um, where you believe these people really, you know, love each other um, and really care about each other. Um, she, she did an amazing work. So I just wanted to kind of give her a little shout out there. No, I think it was a pre-production meeting with all of us. And I, I hopped on Zoom and she was already like in the middle of talking about what she was going to do. And I remember just like shutting the fuck up and being like, wow, like, yeah. like the, the, she's got like the science of this down. It was it was pretty cool to listen to. Maybe a possible podcast guest. I don't know. Anyway, so like the film is pretty much horny teenagers must die is pretty much like what? Ninety eight percent shot what you you would say yeah we have uh two more scenes to shoot the bookend scenes the opening scene and the end scene um and then it's in the can nice uh talk about you get you shot at this summer just like i don't know tell me about the the shooting process tell me about like what <laughs> it meant to you to kind of get this movie made i know this is an important movie to you dave i mean it's an important movie to everybody that worked on it now but just yeah um i mean the fact that we we shot this movie is really huge for me i mean this is my fourth production but this one i think means the most to me because um you know the the previous ones i i had you know financing help or whatever but this one i uh financed i basically you know took a shot i um had, had uh lost my full-time job earlier this year and it gave me the opportunity to be able to withdraw my retirement. I don't mind you know, saying that. Um, so I put like my future into this movie, but I think it was worth it. I definitely, you know, as I'm going through the editing process, I'm just like really loving what I'm seeing. And I, I really think that this movie, when it's all said and done, can really be something um kind of getting off no track no, of what not. you That's were actually... what you were talking about you know shooting over the summer it, it definitely had rather, it... you talk you can talk about the emotional connection you got to this i know you got you put your head out on the head yeah. out on whatever for it but i mean you know there was definitely some ups and downs there were days where we were all kind of at each other's throats and you know there was times where i'm sure most of us, if not everybody wanted to, to walk away, but that's what happens when you're working on a set for, uh, what do we do? 12 days straight, 12 days, yeah. 12 days straight for, you know, 10, 12 hours a day, you know, you're bound to have uh, bound to butt heads, but you know, we got through it. There was, I think there was more good times, um, you know, and, and we got some amazing footage and I'm just really, uh, really happy with the end product. This is a project Dave has been trying to get done for well over a decade. This is something that's meant to him for a long, long time. Um, he's been dreaming about getting this done. And he finally took the chance to do it. He finally risked it all to make it happen. And it's changed between now and then. But like, I remember way back in the day when I first met Dave, we made a our attempt at an investor's trailer for maybe some pocket change to try to get people into it. Um, nothing came of that, but it's, this is a script and an idea he's never given up on because of that. There is a more potent 
feeling of uh, accomplishment with it and the fact that we were able to finally get it done and finally get it made and achieve his dream. And we just need that for this step to get it out there because now it's mostly done. We just got the open and closing scene and then it's up to the fates to decide, but we're looking at everything and even amidst all the strife and the arguments and back and forth that would happen on the set as a very tightly timed uh, shoot can happen. There's a sense of we are accomplishing something and we're just looking at the footage and it looks great. And the actors are just delivering so much. And we feel like this could actually be something that pleases the fans and, you know, has people enjoying it. And that's what we want ultimately is for people to embrace it and enjoy it and just have fun and be scared or laugh along or just cheer it on as, you know, people, you know, meet their maker. But this has been a passion project for like over a decade and it's very cool to see it finally come into fruition. I'm still sometimes I'm just like, holy crap, we made this movie. I, I can't believe it. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. And, you know, I, I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself with the editing because it's like I want to make sure that I do it justice um, because there's so much, you know, great scenes and, and, and everything. And it's like I'm going through the footage and it's like, oh, my God, you know, I like that look that, you know, that actress made um, while this person's talking. And it's like I trying to make sure that I put that look in there but it's, it's just I, I, I think in the end it, it's going to be something really good and uh, we, we do have um, I, I think franchise potential here I do have a sequel in mind and uh, so if you know this one goes um, well then um, we can pursue the next one and the next one and the next one and you know, I see this becoming like an endless like Hellraiser kind of. We're we're just looking forward to getting to a horny teenager take Manhattan. Exactly. Yeah. And, and then and then horny teenagers the musical. The horny That's teenagers, horny right. teenagers in the hood. Yeah. Horny teenagers in space. Yeah, yeah we're just do, just mimicking the Leprechaun franchise now. Yeah. Um, horny teenagers with a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> They take the fight to the killer now. <laughs> a good day uh, to horny teenager. So let's talk right now real quick. I, well, I'm going to kind of tie it into the crowdfunding campaign, and that's where we'll kind of leave it here. But we're pitching, obviously, or you guys are more than I am right now, but I'll do my little pitch at the end here. But someone logs onto Indiegogo and has just happened to look for a crowdfunding campaign for a horror film they want to donate some of their money to, whether it's someone you guys know or not but they come across horny teenagers must die. Now, in case some people out there find that as a tough title to get over, what would you say to help them get over that hump to maybe want to help them out with providing uh, you guys with some finance finances? It's a title that's reminiscent of the eighties slasher films where horny teenagers did die. It is meant to be overwrought it's meant to be out there it's meant to be a little comical a little uh slightly offensive but not as necessarily as offensive as the last DSD. one yeah okay. 
but it's meant to evoke what these films were about because while this isn't a satire or a parody or a mocking of something because that indicates uh that we are in that we think we're superior to the material which we're not we actually generally love these films uh we want to make something that evokes the tone of what it means to watch an 80s slash film which is horny teenagers and death uh, something killing kids in the woods. So it is meant to be a tongue-in-cheek title. It is not meant to be sex negative. It is not meant to be offensive. It is meant to um, kind of satirically, but lovingly satirically uh, put us in mind of the forebears that we grew up watching and we love watching. What he said. <laughs> I was about to say, Dave, do you have anything to add to that? But uh... um, no, I mean, yeah, it, it pretty much sums it up. Um, you know, it, it the title's over the top, but so is I think the movie a little bit. But it's it's fun. It's a fun movie. No, it is. I think the the vibe you you all were trying to capture. I think it. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Uh, I think it'll, I think this has a market for it. And I like how it's not one thing I liked about the script when Dave first sent it to me is it didn't feel like a spoof. It didn't feel like you guys were trying to make scary movie seven with this crazy right. title or whatever the hell, whichever one they're on now. It like right. you guys obviously respect the genre, love the genre. And you're trying to kind of take some of those tropes you saw 30, 40 years ago and maybe put it into today's time. And, you know, it was, I don't know, I, I think it works. I'm not just saying that. For, I definitely think it works. I'm, you know, credited on this thing. So it better fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, just any kind of last minute, please begging for any chump change anybody has out there. I'll even add my two cents to this. Uh, go ahead. The floor is yours. Look, I'm for sale, you know, just, I will do whatever, just donate to the Indiegogo, the, you know, but seriously, no, uh, if you love horror films, if you love particularly slasher films, this is, we have a lot of great perks, we have a lot of great merchandise, but this could be a really fun thing to get in on the ground floor on and be part of, um, and beyond that, we're not starting from scratch, like from something. So we have a product. We yeah, have it's already um, basically done. So. Yeah, yeah. We just need to do some post production and the opening and closing scenes, and then it'll be all set. So you're not going to get screwed out of your money with a project that doesn't come to fruition, like some things have happened in the, you know, Kickstarter Indiegogo world in the past with other people, uh, other projects that I've been abreast of and stuff so like there is something there there's a product there there is um something that will be seen it looks good it's high quality um we just need a, that little final push to get us over the edge and we're all set yeah just you know the the money basically we're you know to make sure that we can shoot these last two scenes and that um, we can pay for, you know, music licensing and uh, any kind of post-production deliverables that we may have to uh, deal with. So uh, we just, you know, we don't want to be uh, have this movie and then not be able to do anything with it um, because, you know, I'm, I'm broke. Um, 
We're sick of eating ramen. We want to have flavor packets with our ramen. Please don't make us eat regular noodles anymore. There's a can of beans in there, I think. <laughs> oh, you guys are a solid duo. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, look, I, I'm not trying to talk like this because I'm biased or whatnot and because I'm involved in the project. I wanted to have you on and then well i guess both you know i wasn't expecting johnny till right before we we yeah bonus for the bonus episode well yeah double the trouble i don't know but (laughs) (laughs) double trouble that's corny anyway um yeah look i'm honestly dave you know when you first pitched this to me i think after we first recorded the episode when you were first on the show uh, once we got off the air, you were just like, yeah. So anyway, I'm making this movie and I was kind of like, okay. And you know, it had a different title at the time. And then I was like, I don't know if I can do that, man. I mean, like, I obviously, I, I, I love the genre, but like, I, I don't know if I want to, but then you sent me the script and it grew on me and I didn't even really, I didn't even really kind of jump on board yet, but you were just kind of like sending me stuff like, Hey, what do you think about this person for this role? And I was like, uh, that's cool, man. But I'm not even like really in the movie yet or on the movie yet. And here I am um, almost a year later. Uh, Dave has assembled a crack team of people that bring a lot of different things to the table to make a great film. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh dave out of anything you've probably look i didn't know you before five six seven eight years ago i think i met you through one of your films killing brook which is a solid movie i think it's one of your finest works and i think it's still available on tubi yes killing if you want to get to know dave zagorski a little more and kind of his eclectic taste and johnny's also in the movie too uh, I don't think you have a line in it at all, but you're absolutely fucking terrifying in it. Thank you. <laughs> I don't have a line in it. I actually told Dave to take my lines out because he gave me <laughs> three of them. So it's like, now I'm going to play this as silent. No, so so he has a movie on Tubi. I have it on DVD behind me here called uh, Killing Brook. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, and I, I kind of knew the kind of filmmaker you want to be and the kind of films you want to make. And I, you know, Something called Horny Teenagers Must Die is a film that needs to be made by Dave Zagorski, hands down. So uh, to the audience listening, I've seen parts of this movie in the rough cut process, and I will say you're not about to be let down by what they're pitching here today. So if you can, the link to the Indiegogo page for Horny Teenagers Must Die is in the uh, show notes here and. I've been talking about it on social media here and there, and hopefully I can get it out to a couple different outlets. We do have a little bit of funds that came in, but we still got about 20 days, a little over 20 days left. So donate, please. And we realize that, you know, it's the Christmas time right now. People are focused on, you know, Christmas presents and everything, but um, it's, you know, that's, that's the way the world works. Sometimes is the timing. Um, We're actually looking at, doing these last two scenes next month. So, um, but Hey, you can always, you know, contribute to uh, the, the campaign and get some cool perks to use as Christmas gifts. That's right. You can, that out there. You can put some, uh, some uh, HTMD sweaters under the uh, Christmas tree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, look, that's my plea to all you. I also have to kind of say that because I am a producer on the film and I want to see the thing, 
you know, push forward and make some progress. But, you know, as also a fan of the genre, please help us out. Please, please do what you can. I, I, I don't care how much it is. Just do what you can. Dave texts me every day. He's having a panic attack about getting this thing made. I don't blame him from everything he just said to you. <laughs> just think of this as a holiday miracle, people. Let this film happen, please. I beg yeah. of you as a poor orphan boy. It's kind of crazy because you're. I'm looking at Johnny through Zoom and he's putting up a prayer and he's talking about Christmas and he's got long hair and beard. He's a straight up Jesus right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, My children, bring us the money to film horny te- the rest of Horny Teenagers Must Die. I beg of you. And also, so, notice, there's a song like Deadly Night 2 poster above <laughs> my head, too. So, um, real quick, like, if we want to hunt you two down on the internet and maybe study your work or whatnot a little more, where Stalk can Stalk us on Facebook and stuff. Yeah, where can um, we find you guys? Um, I We are both on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Are you on Instagram? Barely. Oh, well, I'm mostly on Twitter under at Johnny Donaldson. So that's at Johnny Donaldson on Twitter. I'll leave it. Um, I am mostly on Facebook um, at uh, Dave Zagorski. Uh, I've got like three accounts, but only one is a major one. Uh, so it's, it, you know, it, um, but anyways, uh, and Mad Z Productions um, has a Facebook page and Horny Teenagers Must Die has a Facebook page as well. And you can find some of my writing. I used to be a film critic. I've taken a little break, but you can read some of my writing at Daily Grindhouse, Grim Magazine, um, at Gailey Dreadful, and other websites. And madzproductions.com. All right. Well, there you guys have it. Uh, Obviously, I'd say it's nice to talk to you, but I feel like I talk to you you all a lot. So... But, uh, <laughs> Does that mean it's not nice to talk to us still? It's it's really nice to talk to you guys. Thank you all for coming on my show today. Please thanks donate for to allowing the, us the opportunity. Please donate to uh, this 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 film. I I this is the second time I've done a little crowdfunding bonus episode, and I don't pick the. I mean, I know again, like I'm a little biased. I'm involved with this one, but uh, I I wouldn't have done this if I didn't believe in the project, and I didn't just want my name on it. Donate to Horny Teenagers Must Die. Y'all take care. I'll see you next week on The Basement. 